award-winning fitness enthusiast, founder of my very own nonprofit organization, Family, Forget About Me, I Love You, where we focus on youth advancement while building families amongst families all over the world. And by career, I'm an electrical engineer, which I graduated from Michigan State University. So a few things we're going to talk about today, we're going to, we're going to hone in on creating relationships. We're going to spend mass majority of the time talking about creating relationships, establishing the foundation, because I believe that if you create the foundation, everything else that you build on top of that um, will just allow you to maintain that relationship a little bit easier. So we're going to have massive value in creating a perfect, a great, a great relationship. Then we're going to talk about maintaining that relationship through building trust in your client or your customer. And then lastly, we're going to end with just providing true value to the client to where they feel exactly everything that you're saying to them, that they can resonate, and that your information or your product is uh, relatable to them. So the first thing you want to do whenever, the first thing you want to do whenever you're looking for a client, whenever you meet someone, first thing you want to do, you want to create dialogue right dialogue is the most important thing because if you don't have the right dialogue our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter by the second literally we're creating a world where everything is fast as an electrical engineer understanding technology the goal is to see how fast can we push out content so we have to make sure that our dialogue is healthy it's stimulating and that's how you're going to actually uh, have a high conversion rate as I like to call it which I'll get into a little later um, so you want to build interactivity and what that is is um, access given the ratio talk listening ratio all these things have to be very important you don't want to talk too much you don't want to listen too much you want to make sure you're giving them exactly the specifics of why you're there what's the value for them and how it's going to be beneficial in the long run for the both of you all Another point in creating great dialogue is asking more probing questions, like looking for unique problems or leverage point. If they say a few things that you can leverage, if they mention an issue or concern or uh, some type of excitement in their story, take that and leverage that in throughout the entire conversation because that's what's gonna resonate with them the most. So when it's time for your selling point, they're gonna feel connected to you and they're gonna feel almost obligated um, to connect and build with you because you resonated with their feelings. And most importantly, is learn about the customer or the client, right? And I always say, avoid educating the customer. Um, we get to a point to where sometimes we're overloading the customer, we're overloading the client by trying to educate them on so many things that if you're trying to sell something or if you're trying to build a relationship, the first thing people want to know is that you truly care about them, that you truly value them. So make sure that you're listening, you're asking questions, and you're getting everything that they want you to have instead of just trying to give, give, give so that they can buy your product. Because then you're becoming a seller and you're not creating that dialogue that's needed. So um, whatever discipline you're in, uh, I tell people all the time, we are all in the people's business. Right, because at the end of the day, the objective and the goal is to get the people to buy into you or your product. That's it. It doesn't matter if you're a speaker, if you're an author, athlete, you create websites, you do photography. It really doesn't matter because the people must be on your side for you to be successful. So how do we do that in the most efficient way? The first thing is always prepare. 
always prepare. I heard a great saying in a book that I read. It say, if you don't prepare, if you don't, if you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. And I think a lot of people are failing because of lack of preparation, i.e. being a professional speaker. I've been blessed to speak to over thousands and thousands of people at a time. And people say public speaking is the number one fear in the world. I don't think it's the number one fear in the world because of public speaking. I think it's the number one fear in the world because people aren't prepared to speak, which is an entirely different conversation. So in terms of preparation, right, you want to make sure we're preparing calls. So if you're calling someone, you want to prepare calls. A strategic preparation for your entire game plan. What is your vision? What's your outtake? What do you want your customer or your client to take away every time you all make a connection? That's a strategic preparation. There's another preparation, it's a customer preparation. You must understand your target audience because if you understand your target audience, now you know the type of customer, the type of climate, the type of atmosphere that you're walking into, which means you will be better prepared on your selling, on your connecting, on your building with that customer instead of adapting in the midst of every situation because sometimes that can be a little awkward. And then product slash technical preparation. At the end of the day, your product must be stellar if you want to become the best seller in your discipline. Um, if your product is not what you claim it to be, because as much as you can talk great or sell great or pitch great, at the end of the day, the customer and the client will try your product. And if it do not add up to the expectations that you set forth for them, then they're probably not going to come back or they're probably going to tell somebody else that's going to tell somebody else this product is not the best product. So make sure that your product is exactly where it needs to be. Um, diving a little deeper into that, this is something that I, I believe has helped me become connected to my audiences in every facet. Like as a professional speaker, as an award-winning fitness enthusiast, I train hundreds of people online. Um, as a founder of a nonprofit organization, I'm in a lot of different schools and colleges working with the youth. So again, different disciplines, but I tailor all my material. So the way that I speak to a college will not be the same way I speak to a high school, which will not be the same way I speak to a middle school. All of my material is tailor-made and custom-fitted to the client that I have at hand. So I challenge each and every one of you, no matter what product you have, when you go to a certain environment, make sure that you study your environment. Make sure that you research your environment so that they can know you don't just want to sell a product, but you know everything there is that, that's needed in terms of that environment. Another thing that I believe will help you be successful and being prepared is visualize the call, right? We always say speak things into existence, but visualize the interaction, visualize the conversion rate, because what this has to do, what this does is it builds confidence in you. Indirectly and directly, it builds confidence in you by visualizing, by making yourself feel good, by pumping yourself up, encouraging yourself. I know sometimes we look for gratification from other people when the truth is the most important gratification and that the validation, it comes from yourself. Because if you believe it, then that means you can achieve it. Ron, you can try to share, to share the screen right now. I think I found it. Just try it for a minute. Can you all see the screen? 
think you all can, if I'm not mistaken. get back to it hopefully you all can see the screen so um number three i'm going to talk touch on 20 steps on creating relationships because again the foundation that you create in terms of building with your clients and your customers is the most important piece and i'll, I'll make sure i explain exactly why so number three sharpening your critical skills your presence relatability your questioning, your listening, your positioning checking, right? Working on the skills you need to improve. Now, why is this so important? I tell people all the time, branding is very important. You do not have to be famous. You do not have to have a big platform, but your brand speaks louder than your actual voice because your brand is everything that you do. It's everything that you say. It's how you look. And it's most importantly, what people say you are. So you have to make sure that your questions are right, that your listening is on point. When you're talking to people, are you looking them in the face or are you fidgety? Are you nervous? Body language speaks very loudly these days. So you gotta be committed to making sure that these skills are on point when you're introducing yourself into people. Commit to self-critique, right? At the end of the day, you must always, always, always assess your, pro your progress and your process at the end of the day because if your progress is going well that means that the process is going well but if the progress is not doing as well that means that there's something in the process that needs to be changed so if you're assessing this every single day this is how you grow let's say one week one week you had a great week 10 clients 10 interactions they all went well 10 business cards 10 meetings awesome then the next two weeks, you only have two. What happened in that process that slowed down your progress? So make sure that you're assessing daily what went well, what didn't go well, what you're great at, what you're not so great at, so you can always continuously improve. And feedback, ask your customers, how are you doing? You cannot be afraid of what you're gonna hear because your customer, your, your true customers, your good customers, the ones that believe in you, the ones that want to support you, will always tell you the honest truth. And one thing I've learned in, in my profession is that it's in, you will not grow without feedback. So always ask your customers, hey, what did you think about this? Hey, how did you feel about that? Did you enjoy that? Did what you take away from this? Because if they don't take away what you plan for them to take away, then you got to go back to the drawing board and make some more adjustments. So back to creating relationships again. Number four, customer focus opening. As always, we're in the people's business. So if you don't make the people feel good, building rapport. I tell people all the time, before I work with you, I wanna build and grow with you. Why? Because you can have an amazing platform, you can have a lot of money to put me in a great position, but at the end of the day, if we don't mesh, if our chemistry is not in sync, if we don't have that synergistic um, connection, we're not gonna last. And I'm all about longevity instead of a, just a great opportunity for the moment. So always be a rapport with your customers, with your clients, um, making sure that everything is genuine. This saves a, a lot of um, toxic endings and relationships when it comes to partnerships and businesships. It saves a lot of heartbreak. And most importantly, you learn right in the beginning 
is this going to last or is this not going to last, right? Some things like open agreements, establish a rapport, again, all these things have the same agenda in terms of creating a great relationship. One of the most important things, number five, is re relating to your customers. It doesn't matter how great your product is. It doesn't matter how well you can do whatever you claim that you can do. If you're not relatable, at the end of the day, no one is going to connect with you. No one for, in terms of long-term success, I measure everything on a long-term scale because I don't want to do anything just to say, hey, I was great for a month. I was great for three months. No, I want people to say, Keon Clinton has been doing this for 10 years. He's been over-delivering. So number one, you have to acknowledge your clients, your customers, verbally indicate that you hurt them. I always listen with intention. I'm gonna say that again. I always listen with intention. I acknowledge that I understand empathy. I feel exactly what you're saying to me. Now, let me explain to you how what I'm pitching to you is gonna alleviate the problem. So now what you just did was you say, hey, I understand where you are. I have a solution that's gonna help you get out a better place. Instead of just saying, okay, that's cool. But hey, check out this product because this is a great product. And that makes them feel like, well, you don't really care about me, so why should I care about investing? Number six, and this is a good one that I want everybody to really take heed to because as a professional speaker, one thing I've been studying is language. And the more I study language, the more I study diction, I come across body language, which a lot of people do not focus on a lot. So um, position questioning, before we get into that, position questioning number six, um, and I call it expectation management. So there's a bridge to asking questions, right? And or the right to take notes. As much as I learn from people that I connect with and that I build with, when I pay attention to what they're saying, if it's very important to them, I take a note of it. And I say, hey, listen, I noticed that you said this, 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 and this. I totally feel where you're coming from. So let me make sure that when I follow up with you, I have a solution to the points that makes a lot of sense to you, that make you feel comfortable sharing with me. Because hey, at the end of the day, we wanna build this foundation of trust, a genuine, caring, loving relationship, business, business partnership, whatever it may be. And those are the things that you have to start asking yourself. Are you taking notes? Are you showing that you truly care about your customers when creating the foundation? Because at the end of the day, care goes a very long way, right? And then enabling the customer to understand the value to them of your question. Like, <laughs> just tell me the price and features. Um, it's not always the best approach, right? Like, how does this product relate to their needs instead of just saying, I just want to make $20 for my book. I am an author. Um, the title of my book is called Healing the Living Dead. Habits that will shift you from a morgue mentality to a forward mentality. And the reality is there are a lot of people who are physically alive, but they're mentally and they're morally dead. They're walking around with no purpose and no agenda in life. So my book provides habits that's going to shift paradigms within you to give you a positive mindset. So I'm not just trying to get you to give me $20 to buy a book just because I want to make a profit. I'm telling you, this book is going to change your life. It's going to shift paradigms within you so that you can change the trajectory of where you're going in life. Now it can start resonating with people. So these are things you have to start understanding when you're 
introducing yourself to a customer whenever you're pitching your business um are you asking the right questions are you taking the right taking notes so that you can follow up because again if you are great at what you do you're going to meet plenty of people and you're not going to always remember everything so if you follow up with someone and you don't remember Make sure you're prepping your questions and always use forward thinking. Understand all elements of implementation. You have to fully assess every piece and every scenario of your discipline when you're engaging with people. Sometimes when we're starting off, this can be a little tough because we may not be experts in our field or we may not have the guidance or the right mentors to actually um, know all of the elements, but one thing we all do have, whether you're a beginner, whether you're an expert, we have research, we have the internet, we have YouTube, we have Google. So you must do as much research as you can so that when you are stepping into any place and when you're pitching yourself, you're prepared for the questions that are going to come from your customers. Um, number eight, think questions. Customers needs first and void answers. Like, do not tell until you know all the needs. Um, that's another thing that helps me in my business whenever it comes to coaching someone, whenever it comes to uh, whether it's fitness-wise, whether it's goal setting, whether it's just life coaching, whatever it may be, I always make sure I understand what the customer need before I start giving them what I think they want. Because everybody needs something and everybody wants something. And if I give you what you want, then you won't get what you need, which means at the end of the day, what you need, you're going to go back to somebody else and get it. At some point of this relationship, which is not going to be alone, it's not going to be sustainable. So these are the things you have to understand. And when you're selling, when you're pitching, when you're building a relationship, don't do all the talking. Listen. Learn the customer, understand what they're going through, understand where they are in their position in life. Um, because a lot of people come up to me all the time and say, man, you are a great speaker. I want to learn how to speak. But, you know, I just getting started or I'm shy or I'm this. And I say, well, that's great. Well, speaking is my gift. You know, understand it's my gift. So I'm great because I'm anointed in this field and because I practice and I research every single day. But hey, I got a solution for you. I'm actually releasing my own uh, public speaking for a professional masterclass, which will help you get through your shyness. It will teach you steps, boom, 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 boom. That's gonna make you become that dynamic speaker that you desire to be. Now, instantly, I acknowledged their feelings. I actually listened and they told me what they needed and then I hit them with a solution. So that's how I kind of build great relationships right at the beginning. Uh, number nine, uh, deeper needs dialogue. Uh, we gotta slow down. We have to slow down when we're talking to people, when we're presenting things. If you have an overcomplicated product or pitch, nine times out of 10, it's your conversion rate is gonna be small. You're not gonna have a good conversion rate. If you talk too fast, if you over-educate, or um, again, knowing your audience. I cannot go into a, a cop, I cannot go into a elementary school and talk to them about college educated topics. They will look at me crazy, but I see it happening all the time when people are pitching or when they're selling. 
it's a great product, but your delivery is off when you're actually doing it. So um, using acknowledgements versus paraphrasing to encourage customer discussion. Always acknowledge. That's what's, that's what's been getting me the leads that I've been getting to be able to speak in front of thousands of people, to be able to help fitness um, expos in front of thousands of people, acknowledging certain people's needs and wants instead of just paraphrasing because I think I know what I'm talking about or because I think I know what you're talking about. And curiosity, drive, like you must really care. Act like you care, show that you care about your client and your customer in the beginning. And then by doing so, hopefully that reciprocity will be given back to you. Uh, moving along here, skillfully ask questions. You wanna ask open-ended questions because if you don't, then you're asking a question where your client or your customer may give you a one-word response. Now you're in an awkward position because again, you have to keep asking these questions to keep pulling, to keep prying, instead of asking them a question with an open-ended response. Like, well, I've noticed that you said you have a struggle with this, so how does that make you feel? Or what do you think if this was to happen to you? By asking these questions, now you're giving them the ability to think, formulate a response, and have dialogue, right? These are the things that you wanna start doing instead of asking, do you like this or this? That's a yes or no question. It's not an open-ended question, and that goes a very long, long way when you're pitching yourself. One of my greatest characteristics that I always tell people is my listening ability. Um, effective listening, number 11. Like You have to listen to all content, not just words. Listen with intensity and keep eye contact. We devalue the power of looking someone in the eye while listening to them intensely because this is how you don't miss anything. When I'm talking to a customer, I'm not on my phone. I'm not thinking about what's next. I'm not thinking about, no, I am actively listening to you for your words, for your emotion, right? And also with their eyes. Body language is everything. So the more you listen, the better you can formulate a response in return, which will increase your conversion rate, which we all want at the end of that, correct? Number 12, position message. Um, Again, no one practice your key message. No one practice your key message. Every time I introduce myself to people, I knew my pitch. My introduction is the same every time. How you doing? My name is Keon Clinton. You know, I'm an execution coach. I specialize in helping people execute in certain areas by pushing them to a level of uncomfortability because I notice two things about people. Number one, we don't like to be pushed. And number two, we don't like to be uncomfortable. But we fail to realize that growth and comfort don't coexist. That's where I come in. How can I serve you? So by pitching it like that, I tell you exactly who I am, what I do, and then I leave with how can I serve you? How can I add value to you? I'm not coming with my hand out, but I know my pitch because I've been practicing it, I've been rehearsing it, and it's been going very well for me. And if need be, update your message continuously. We live in an ever-changing world. So it's okay to start a beta product or a beta pitch or a beta anything and then continuously grow as time progresses. Because as technology advances, you may add a different dynamic to your product. Um, you, may, you may have hit a new peak, a new gear. You may meet someone new, you never know. And it's just time for some adjustments. So updates are always good. And position effectively. Listen to your key customer benefits, right? And then integrate them into your key message. So this goes back to knowing your target audience. 
if you know who your target audience is, you must listen to your target audience. Because if the need is X, you need to make sure that in your delivery, X is already met. So now you got your target audience that alleviates more questions, it shows that you're relatable, and it brings you in more leads to getting you the, the success that you actually want, which increases your conversion rate. Moving right along here, number 13, at the end of the day, we, we have competitors. No matter what business you're in, you are not in the league of your own. I know sometimes we like to say that a lot. The truth is you're not. And then no matter what you are doing, there are always competitors. So what you have to do is analyze them, know them. Again, do your research. These are all the things that are free, right? Get your customer views about them. Why not? Because if your customers say, I didn't like this about that product from your opponent, make sure you don't have that same issue, right? Like, so it's imperative that you know